0: Wow, I
1: feel good. Sports Day SA I I on cruise thirteen twenty three and sixteen
2: twenty nine SEN Yeah, time now for trade radio update. Brought to you by CMC Invest. It's international investing made easy. Download CMC Invest today. Well, damn, plenty going on in the trade merry-go-round. A lot of it. Uh, well, we haven't seen it come to roost yet. But Do Day's name, uh, we're seeing Haitley has been delisted. We know about that. And Tom Morris has been out and about um, sort of spruiking a few names.
0: Yeah, he's been busy, Tom Morris, with um, a few of the Crows' names that they've been rumoured with and Port Adelaide and a few others. So let's have a listen to Tom Morris now. Give us an update on Tom Duday. Um,
1: speaking of Adelaide and players who might leave, you want to talk about Tom Duday? Tom Duday. We're waiting on a decision from him, and it's been common knowledge that Collingwood and Brisbane are the main two clubs, but the Sydney Swans recently reignited their interest when they missed out on Ben Mackay. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that the Swans are no longer in for Tom Duday. Right. So it, it is down to legitimately two. It's Collingwood or Brisbane or Adelaide, I guess. But yeah, we I was just going to gonna say, it's not going to be Adelaide, no. is it? It's down to that two, uh, those two, because they are prepared to give him, we think, the contract that uh, that he can't quite acquire at Adelaide. And it's a pretty good option for him, isn't it? To choose between the two grand finalists, both offering long-term deals. And the Adelaide Crows will be hoping they get some good compensation back in return for him as
0: well. So, interesting there. He talked about Brisbane and Collingwood. I mean, you know when you get to this stage of the year and you haven't signed your club, which has been done for a good four or five weeks, we thought it was going to head in this direction and it certainly does look like to me today. He's going to make the decision out of Collingwood and Brisbane, which I think is probably good for all parties, to be honest. What's
2: his best chance to get a regular game? Which which club do you think, Brisbane or Collingwood?
0: Yeah, it's a really good question. I think um, probably Collingwood because I think Brisbane, Jack Payne, was stiff to not um, get up for that grand final. Darcy Gardner's there. We know the Andrews and they've got some other guys that are playing some really good footy back there, whereas we saw Billy Frampton come in um, for the Magpies and they do turn over their list pretty quickly. So I think he could step in quite nicely at Collingwood.
2: And he, his knee he probably won't start to mid-year, so they'd factor that all in, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, they would, and that uh, would be part of the reason why the contract negotiations, particularly with Adelaide, haven't been where he would have liked them to be, and it's just something that's all part of it. So a very interesting watch there for Crows fans on Tom today, as it is for Elliot Himmelberg and potentially maybe a Choll, and we'll have a little listen here to Tom Morris on what he said about that.
1: But if Adelaide can bring in Cholls, then this deal will get done pretty easily with the Giants. I'm pretty confident in that. If they can't bring in Chol, if Chol decides to um, uh, choose North Melbourne or Hawthorne as his uh, preferred destination, then I'd, I can't see how the Crows will trade him. They'll, they'll hold him to his contract. And...
2: I don't mind Chol. I, I think he can play. I haven't seen the best of me. He sort of... Um... One of those players that flashes in and flashes out. But he's got definitely got skill.
0: He certainly does. He, you're right. That consistency is not quite there for him at the moment. But um, you alluded to it last night, Wills, that if they don't get something back for Himmelberg, it's hard to see the crows letting go of him. Just because we know what's happened to that back line with injuries, if they lose today, which it looks like happening, it's probably going to be too much when it comes to their depth. So that's an interesting watch there, as is the Port Adelaide. Um, there's plenty of players that have been rumoured with Port Adelaide. The main one is Asava Radigalia.
1: They'll get it done. Um, Geelong can have its view on what he's worth, and Port can have their view as well. But what, what matters here as well is the view of um, Radigalia's management, um, Scott Lucas and, and Winston Rouse, uh, and what they think uh, he's worth in a trade, so they can broker it. And and I think Radigalia as a player, um, put aside to the, put aside his uh, contract offer at Port. is probably about pick thirty. Key position player, you know, mid-20s, got some time ahead of him.
0: Yeah, I think that's about right. I think that will get it done. And uh, as long as Geelong comes to the party on that one, I think both sides would be pretty happy with that. And we know that Port needs the depth in their back line and they need key position players. So they tried to get it done last year. They didn't get it done, but um, he'll walk straight into that team and, and be a key pillar in defence.
2: Yeah, we heard about Jackson Hatley too. Um, you feel for him. He was a first-round draft pick, played with the Giants, just didn't quite make it at Adelaide. Played some reasonable football, but he had players ahead of him. Uh, here's Jackson Hatley on his delisting.
1: He, so, yeah, we just had our, our ex interview at the end of the year. And um, I think when you're out of contract, you sort of have a, a reasonable idea of you know the the things that, that may happen. And um, So I had an idea for probably five or six weeks before, but it is still, it's still still—it's still always tough to hear in the moment. Um, but no, Nick, we, we just we're just in Nick's office and like a standard action interview. And, um, you know, yeah, he let me know that, that the club, you know, wouldn't be going with me in that direction.
0: So Jackson Hately, they're talking about uh, the delisting at the Crows this year. Unfortunately, Woods, it's the worst part of footy is. Every team has to delist between five and ten players every single season, which means that there's some hard luck stories and, Jackson's certainly one of them. He's not going to get the opportunity. Look, he might be playing sample footy next year. To be completely honest, um, but um, we'll see how that one plays out uh, for Jackson in the future.
2: You yeah, don't often get three chances, do you? From from different clubs. Uh, as I said, I thought he did some played some decent games. What what was he lacking? Do you think was it a bit of pace for? He's a fairly big body midfielder, but a little bit of pace.
0: Yeah, I think when you when you're an inside midfielder, you need to have something that stands out over other. Uh, midfielders and unfortunately I think that yeah, he's not necessarily quick he's, he spreads really well but I think they've got other mids that can do that um, so that's probably what has held him back a little bit. Um, just the one other one Devin Robertson potentially um, going back to WA uh, Rowan O'Brien uh, spoke about this.
1: Uh, that's still up in the air obviously um, uh, Brisbane are trying to retain him as well so Dev's got a decision to make there and uh, and his focus has been on on playing and getting through to the grand final, uh, so he's probably got
0: uh, a few things to work through this week. I think both WA teams have to have to try to lure him back to WA mm. because he's, he's finished the season really well in a team that's only just missed out on the grand final by a kick.
2: Just to finish, uh, the big rumor going around, and I don't know how this started, Clayton Oliver. just signed a seven-year deal last year. They're talking about um, shopping him around or him Melbourne have denied it. Clayton's denied it. I just can't see that. Um, And to go to Greener Pastures, well, Melbourne are still in the window. Melbourne are right in the window, I think, to um, to still win a premiership, and it could be the next couple of years. Yeah,
0: and they absolutely are in the window. And Clayton Oliver, they don't come around that often as good as him. You can't do that, but you also can't do it because if you are to do that, sign a seven-year deal and then shop him around, it's not a great look for the club, for the players at the footy club, can cause um, a few issues. I mean, and, and that certainly did at the time, but again, you need someone like Craig McRae who can steer the ship really well, and uh, I don't see Clayton Oliver going anywhere at the moment um, or for the next seven years, to be honest. Um, the other one, Chris Burgess, uh, today informed the Gold Coast Suns that he wants to move back to Adelaide to the Crows. So that will be an interesting one. He's a 191 centimetre key defender, so again, we've talked about Dode, we talked about Himmelberg. Definitely will be handy, but um, yeah, he still he still hasn't um, cemented nailed a spot. or cemented a spot yeah. in that Gold Coast team. So, be very interesting to see what he's worth.
2: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's son of um, Tony Burgess, who played an 83 premiership for West Adelaide. But I think Tony also played a few games at Collingwood. So sometimes it's all about opportunity, though, isn't it? If you you know you say he hasn't nailed and he's he's got players ahead of him, but um, yeah, he, he'd be more. I think back up if he came to Adelaide, he yeah. might be behind three or four.
0: Well, he's, he's played three games for the Suns across the last two seasons. Yeah. Um, and while he's been playing in the reserves, he's been playing some great footy, but particularly up forward. He kicked 60 goals this year from 20 games. They uh, made the grand final. They won the grand final. So he was very good for them. But in saying that, if he comes to the Crows, he's not getting in that forward Ford line. line no. We know that. So it would be as that key defender post that he would need to try and nail that spot.